Hello, and welcome to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And today we are talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake, developed by Square Enix Business Division One, and published by Square Enix. And it is no surprise to any of our listeners, my love for Final Fantasy VII. I had always wanted Final Fantasy VII just with more updated graphics. And oh, God, who didn't? Right? Who didn't? I mean, like that... anybody who played this game, we've been we've been screaming about this for years, and it got even louder with Advent Children. Oh my God! Yeah, when like... Advent Children came out, they were like, "You can clearly fucking do it, <laughs> do it." <laughs> well, and not to mention, like you know, they had come out with a couple of like teaser screenshots, and you know, like little little videos of of you know Cloud in a third person with updated graphics, and you know, they just kept teasing and kept teasing and kept teasing and kept teasing. And then finally it was like, okay, we're actually doing this. Yeah. And I was 100% stoked. I was not even trying to hide my my hype train or my <laughs> nerdgasm or whatever you want to say. And then I was so fortunate uh, in 2019 when my significant other and I, when we went to E3, Square Enix had a booth and you yeah. could, and you could play through the Midgar reactor beginning level. Yeah, yeah. And which was the demo that they did come out with shortly afterwards. Which, yes. Fuck, dude. I don't know how many times I played through that. Yes. And it was a, it was it was actually a really fun thing because like so we got there and we went and got in line and then we fi finally somebody said, "No, no, no, you have to go to like a booth around the corner and get a ticket." So we ran around. They were out of tickets for that day. Oh. But my girlfriend being my girlfriend the very next day, like we were in the middle of breakfast and she was like, "I'll be back." And she just ran off and then she came back and was like okay i now have the two tickets for final fantasy we're Aww. good yeah like she knew that this was the thing that, I was most that definitely about. sounds like her yep <laughs> yeah and it was really cool too because the, the whole setup like it looked like midgar it looked like the you know the Are we talking upper level or definitely lower oh level? definitely lower level definitely yeah lower level. you know i mean it had all those nice you know you know like greens and blues and blacks and grays that are kind of associated with that yeah. level um even the people working the actual lines yeah. were dressed up as Turks. They nice. were all in these black suits with these black ties. And I kid you not, because there was a guy in front of us and he and I were kind of talking about it because we both were like, Yee! and wow. one of the girls had <laughs> one of the girls had red hair. And I was like, dude, that's totally Reno, right? Yeah. He's like, yeah. And one of the other girls had blonde hair. And I was like, well, there's Elena, you know, and then we were joking about because there were a couple of other people in there, but nobody was bald. And I'm like, rude gets wow. no love wow yeah how give somebody a bald cap yeah i know or right? Something, right like <laughs> but yeah it was amazing i was super stoked not even trying to hide it um and i i could not wait for this game to come out um what about you buddy no i i was super excited um when they finally announced it i was like man whatever like You've been telling me this shit for fucking years because mm -hmm. you got to think the original game came out in what 1997 yeah and we're fucking 20 something years later mm -hmm. and i'm kind of like whatever mm -hmm. you've told me about a remake for decades and all you keep doing is giving me other games now don't get me wrong i liked final fantasy 15 i i really enjoyed it i loved the combat system mm -hmm. and the free flow of it and everything like that but that's all they kept doing was like, oh, we got something in the works and you're going to really love it. It's going to feel really familiar to you. 
Oh, Final Fantasy XII. Yeah. revenge. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Fuck you. But so, yeah, when they were like, no, we're Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's coming out. I was like, meh. And then as it like really like oh no here's the collector's edition here's the release date i was like oh fuck this is happening this is i don't my heart i can't take oh god is this what a heart attack feels like i can't take this excitement because i dude this is there are only a select things in my life where i'm like this is one of like the greatest stories ever told Mm mm-hmm Final Fantasy VII, to me, as far as video games go, has one of the greatest stories ever told. It's so well-crafted. It's so well-put-together. You get so invested in it. And you you can't help but, like, as you play through it, just love it Mm -hmm. more and more and more and more and more and more and more. Yeah. And I was kind of, like... Yeah, they were they were remaking the game, and at the time that they were doing it, there wasn't a whole lot of details about like how long was it? Mm-hmm. Are they gonna break it up? Is it gonna be put on multiple discs? And I was like, it fucking has to. Yeah, it has to. There's if they're doing the whole game, there is no way they can slam this whole game with newer graphics, updated combat systems, all this other shit. In this just a little tiny tiny disc. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's it's gonna have to be. Like Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. It had to be on multiple discs because it was just it was so massive and so much stuff in it, right? But yes, it is massive. It, it, no, it, it yeah. is. It's super massive. So, like, there wasn't there wasn't details yet. And then there was rumors of, well, it's going to be the first disc. Mm-hmm. It's going to be broken out into multiple games, and it's going to be the first disc. And I was kind of like... Mm. I was actually going to ask you about this, mm. how you felt about that. Um... I was super hesitant about it in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I was super nervous about it because I was like, I didn't see a real good time to be like, we're going to cut this off and make you wait a couple of years for the next one. Yeah. And they still don't have like when the second part is coming out. Yeah. I haven't heard anything at this this time. They, they nothing. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, so, we don't know. Now, we do know that he's come out and said, well, it's going to be a couple of years. And this was shortly after the release of Remake. And I was kind of like, if they can stick to a couple of years, possibly. Mm-hmm. But before the game came out, hearing that it wasn't going to be the whole game, I didn't like it. Yeah, I was kind of on the same boat. Like, it made me a little nervous because of the same reason. I was like, you're only going to do Midgar and you're and charge me $60. Like, the Midgar section, while fun, is not... It's a, like, it's an hour or two long yeah. in the original game. Yeah, like, it doesn't... And that was my hesitancy. It's it's only an hour or two long. Why are you charging me 60 bucks for two hours to live in this world? Granted, the graphics are amazing, mm-hmm. but... I don't like it. Yeah. So I was really hesitant. And with that being said, it is longer than two hours. Yeah. Um, And they definitely, I feel like they made it worth $60. Oh, absolutely. Um, Even though it's just the Midgar section. So like for those of you who haven't played this game, one, what's wrong with you? <laughs> two, did you no. not, Did you not listen to last week's episode about how we raved about it and you need to go play it? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Two, no, it's not just a couple of hours. Yes, it's only the Midgar section, but 
they fleshed out a lot more. And I think that was the big thing with it. When you actually get in and you play it, some of these other lore-based games and information that you were getting the lore from, mm-hmm. they put into this one to help flesh it out. And then they put in, you know, side quests and fun little stupid things yeah. and all that stuff. And um, we'll get to into that more as we progress through it. But, like, yeah, they they definitely built it out. But initial hearing it, I was like, no, mm-hmm. no. I'm still going to buy it because I'm I'm a sheep. <laughs> but like no, man, like but then I started kind of think about it. After Midgar is when the game really like becomes the game. Mm-hmm. If you tried to break it up into parts after Midgar, where you could pretty much do like up until maybe Maybe end with Cloud going into the live stream. But that's the end of like the second disc. Well, I mean, that's that's a natural stopping point. It is. It is. And, and like Midgar is a natural stopping point. But that's what I'm saying. Like there is nowhere in that second disc that you can basically be like here. Yeah. This is we'll split it into two parts and this will be our division line. Mm-hmm. There's you can't. Right. And really, the second disc, and after you leave Midgar, um, that's when, like, the really cool shit gets to happen. Yeah. Like, the fucking chocobo farming. Yeah. And you can actually grind. Yes. And, like, which it... I'll get into that too because there's a couple of things where I'm 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 curious. We're gonna we're gonna speak mm-hmm. some like little theories here because you can't you, you have to like yeah. this is part one. We have no part two, and we we don't know if there's gonna be a part three. Yeah, I think they said it, they were gonna do it in three parts, but I can't remember. I I, I have a similar memory that it was going to be three parts. They were basically yeah. breaking up each disc into but its they own didn't. collective story. They didn't break up each disc. Because leaving Midgar is not the end of the first disc. No, it's um, it's when they um, when they come back to Midgar, is the end of the first disc. Oh man, it's been so long since I played it on a disc. Yeah, I. Yeah. <sighs> because you leave Midgar, you go out into the world for a little bit. There's only really a handful of places that you can go. You progress through the storyline. You come back to Midgar. Well, he's gonna say yeah, you- and it's when. Uh, Aerie, Aries. Well, Aerith. Aerith. Aerith, Aries, depending on where. <laughs> yeah. Depending on the uh, translation. Super confusing to me as a child, yeah. let me tell you that much. Um, Aries, Aerith, uh, dies. Mm-hmm. And that's supposed to be the end of the first disc. When she dies is the end of the first disc. So, and that happens in the church, if I recall correctly. Well, it happens in the, like the, that ancient place because, Oh, that's right. I, I keep having this image of it happening to her in her church. No, 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 no. Because you're in Midgar, you go to calm, you yep. go to the Chocobo farmer, get the Chocobo run past the Zorg or whatever it is. The giant yep. snake thing. You go yep. to Juno, you travel across to Costa del Sol. You go to Coral, which is where Barrett is from. Yeah. And then you go and you do some other stuff. And then you make your way over to the Ancients Temple. Yes. Where you get the Black Materia. And then... See, and I think that's where they're going to make the second part stop. But we'll we'll get into that more. Because, yeah, because there's... Like, but that's it. Once they live Midgar, it's kind of like... Well, when he falls into the live stream, 
that's the good place to stop yeah. again. And so, yeah. But I, I initially I was I was very against it. I was very worried about it because in the initial game, there's not very much growth there. You don't get a whole lot of items. You don't get really a lot of the cool shit. You know, you don't unlock a lot. Uh, you don't unlock a lot of like your blitzes and stuff like that either. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was I was a little concerned about it, but I bought it anyways because mm-hmm. I you have to experience it. And after playing the demo, I couldn't help but buy it. The demo, even though it is just that first reactor run, is so fun. It was so fun. And like they you saw them adding their own little other additional pieces, right? Yeah. And I'm not talking like, well, they added shit and it ruined the game. It's not like Han shot first, right? Mm-hmm. This is they added shit and it was actually really good. Um so sorry um so like yeah uh that's that's where i was about it and everything so with that if you really want to know the true details of the story of final fantasy 7 listen to last week's right because this one even though we're going to touch on it a little bit i think we should definitely highlight more the changes with that, I think we should start talking about the combat system. Yep. So, you had two choices. <laughs> you could either play it in the classic system where they all lined up in a row and as the, the meter filled, you fucking got to take your turns, right? Mm-hmm. Or you could have more of a free flow combat. What did you do? Um, I did the more free, free flow, flow combat. I did too. Yeah. Because it was awesome. Yeah. It like I actually was hesitant about it. I was actually kind of mad because I liked I liked the active time battle system in the original game. Yeah. And I got really used to because to me it was always kind of like a like a chess yeah kind of game right you're yeah. like you're like who's gonna go what can I pull off what can I do before your stats really matter yeah. But so I was real reluctant and nervous about it being an actual like live time thing, like in Final Fantasy 15. But I mean, after playing for like 30 minutes, you just get into a really good rhythm. Oh, my God. And it's it's really good. So it is still your party is three character based. Mm-hmm. Now, as you progress through the storyline, it's not like they have yet to give you an option where you have four characters and you can choose the party of three. Mm hmm. You only have three characters basically during the entire thing. It, it, there's only three characters available to you. And it's a combination of Cloud, Tifa, Aerith, and Barrett, mm-hmm. right? But really, it's that's it. That's that's kind of like the the three little characters that they really give you, or four characters that you get. Cloud, of course, is the main character. He he's the one that you are all the time mm, yeah um but when you go into the missions you can switch between the three at any point in time during combat or whatnot in the live action battle system which is really cool you can actually even order them to do different moves you don't have to switch to them and be like okay i gotta do this real fast you can actually order them to do it too which i was like that's pretty awesome as well so i can continue playing as cloud hit this button to help slow down time order Barrett to use his like 
Gatlin gun mm-hmm. and keep fighting as Cloud. Yeah. Um. So yeah, after I want to say like 10, 15 minutes, I don't even think it took me the full 30. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, dad. <laughs> Dodging actually mattered, yeah. which was always a concern with me because when you get into these live action combat systems, does dodging matter? In this, it does. Mm-hmm. It really does matter. Um, And it makes, I think it added something to the battles. So like you start off, you, of course you're on the train, you jump off, you go through, you're getting all the way to the reactor. You get to the reactor, you set the bomb. And then what is that machine called? I can't remember. Guard scorpion. That's it. Jumps down and starts attacking you. If you played it like the old school, it's literally guard scorpions on the left. (laughs) You're on the right, all in a line and you're just attacking. You play it in the live action You've got to hide behind barriers. Mm-hmm. You've got to dodge missiles. You've like it moves around like it jumps from platform to platform and runs on the wall. So you, you got to go from cloud to, to, bear, to bear it, it and back and forth. Yeah. yeah. Choosing the right moves, trying to get them down. It adds so much more to the element of combat that I was like, I love this. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I didn't mind the action combat system that they had in the original, Mm. but it was not my favorite final fantasy combat system. Um, because, uh, it required me to pay attention. Yeah. (laughs) And that was not a strong suit of mine in 1997, (laughs) (laughs) even to video games. So it, it like, it was hard for me to, to do that. Right. Yeah. But this nowadays, like, yes, this requires me to definitely pay more attention, but it just, it keeps you involved. It draws you in. Like even like not even fighting the guard scorpion, you're just fighting normal Shinra soldiers, mm-hmm. not, not soldiers with a capital S. No. <laughs> um, Like ground troops. Yeah. Like, I fucking hate their naming mechanism. It is really stupid. Um, But like, yeah, but you, you're fighting even just basic low level grunts. And it's fun. Like they go to fire at you and you can like roll out of the way and like cut them in half with your sword. And not that you actually cut them in half. There is no like slicey dicey, but which made me really sad. I know. I know (coughs) it would have been cool. It would have been super cool. I know. I know it would have been cool. It would have been super cool if you could just like, and you know, now you have two halves instead of one whole. Yeah. Sorry. I'm evil. Um, (coughs) went down the wrong pipe <clears throat> clear it out man clear yeah. it out. <clears throat> should be good okay um so like i loved it mm. uh you having played final fantasy 7 a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot you said it took you about half an hour but like beyond that it, you really liked this system yeah i i like so in the in the original one, right, there are like elemental things, right? Machines yeah. take extra damage from lightning. Yeah. Fire monsters take more damage from cold attacks. And in the original game, you would get it. You you ha- you eventually can get a materia that gives you the ability sense. Red thirteen comes with it, but you can buy it elsewhere. And basically, it just tells you like this is the monster, this is their hit points, and then it tells you any. It's the identifier. Like it's exactly. like the the magnifying glass and other JRPGs. Yeah. Or, you know, it's gone by many names, but it's basically the hey identify. Yeah. Which you get right off the bat like, in this, like really early, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. like. Um, and so I liked that because it actually felt like it mattered more. I like if I was having trouble with a monster 
or at a battle, I would be like, what is going on here? And then I would look like, like there was like yeah. a, there's like a group of flying monsters that have like a shield. Yeah. And I wasn't like, I was like, how come I'm not really doing any sort of damage? Well, I use this thing on them and it's like, you have to use physical attacks to bring their shield down. And then you have to use magic attacks to do like extra damage to them. Yeah. So it became more important, Yep. you know, to kind of have to like learn how to fight certain things. <laughs> so, because I'm a nerd, yeah. I have to have it. Yeah. Like, I have to, like, if I can identify monsters, I literally waste a turn every single battle making sure that I have identified every single monster. Yeah. And I do, and I'm like, because I do this, I'm actually really good at keeping track. Like, even when you have, like, goblin type a yeah <laughs> and then all of a sudden here's goblin type b and i'm like well i don't have type b <laughs> and you're a new goblin you are a new goblin and now i must identify you um, age sex location goblin b <laughs> oh so you live in this cave <laughs> no like i do yeah. and i and i can keep track of that in my head i don't actually have to go into my bestiary and go oh my god do i have goblin b no i don't mm -hmm. Even though he might be like the 200th monster that I've come upon and had to identify individually, I know I don't have Goblin B and mm. I can do it. it. It's it's like a weird little gift that I have that where like I have the bestiary in my head and I just know which ones I've identified and which ones I haven't. It's all that Witcher 3 playing you did. Fuck, I guess. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, so it having that right off the bat i fucking identified everything and i do i read it all right off the bat because it's shit like that mm -hmm. it didn't happen earlier on in this game it is later on in that game where that kind of stuff it really does matter because if you just keep trying to wail on it with physical attacks you'll drop its shield and you do do some damage to it but yeah. when you're doing like 340 damage to another monster regularly and then you're only doing like 30 to this one you're kind of like what the fuck yeah you're like what am i missing this is not good. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, like it, there was, there was some of that. And, but the fact that you got it like immediately mm -hmm. was kind of surprising to me. I will say that because you don't normally. No. No. It, you, if you do, it's an item mm -hmm. like a magnifying glass that's expendable. Yeah. You have to, you have to spend it. But this was a materia that you attach to your weapon and you could run it. Yeah, and and uh, God, talking about the attachment things, I literally like when you first get materia and put it into Cloud's sword, and you can see it on his actual sword. I ran in the fight. I ran into the living room, grabbed my girlfriend by the like the back of her shirt, and was like, "You are not going to understand how excited I am about this, but you need to see how excited I am about this." And I brought her back into the bedroom where the PlayStation is, and was like, "Look, look, 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 look! You see the you see the red circle, and you see." The yellow circle watch this now the green circle's gone how cool is that <laughs> like i freaking lost my mind <laughs> so i loved that mm -hmm. but i liked even more that like the the minute detail so like cloud sword is big yeah it's fucking massive and you you get new swords and you can change it out and you see the materia in them as well yeah but tifa she wears gloves mm -hmm. and they're they're kind of hard to see. Yeah. But if you actually pay attention, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. There's the gloves, the materials in them, like the level of detail in these weapons that they put on these characters. I'm like, Oh yes. Yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> I love it. Um, 
but they don't do it anything else. You put on a gold bangle, you're not wearing a gold bangle. Yeah, I don't remember seeing like yeah. that. It, like if it was your there, other it didn't accessories stand out. and armor, yeah. armory, it they didn't they didn't do it with. This is your standard set. Now, I was hoping, I was desperately hoping that like after you beat the game or something, you could unlock his like Advent Children mm-hmm. costume or the, all of their Advent Children costumes because I love the Advent Children look. Oh yeah, like even with the fucking lion. Oh god, yes. It's not a lion. It's a wolf. It's a lion. It's a wolf. It's a lion on his pendant in Advent Children. It's a wolf. I no hit the, hit hit the Google. I'm hitting the Google because it's it's a fucking lion. I really liked, um, you know, and I know that this is because you brought up Tifa, right? I mean, we should probably talk about one of the elephants in the room is that a lot of people were actually upset because notably Tifa in the original Polygon version um, was very blessed. I hate you. Thank you. Fucking you. suck. I know. I, dislike you it's okay. a great deal yep um she you know she was very uh top heavy should we say right oh yes and one of the things that was they did was they actually toned it down now a lot of people seem to get really mad about that yeah and if you're one of those people i would really love to have a conversation with you because my my, my only question is does it change anything really yes like yes because two titties a day <laughs> could save a child in poverty <laughs> but they like they they did do a good job of making a notable difference between tifa and Aerith because they are notably different in the polygon version but like again did it need to be um great stonking hugeness like why i I will say i will say there is a certain part of the game (laughs) in which these women get to dress yes and now I love the fact because I I don't remember if it's in the original one the the three different co- types of costumes and no, stuff like that no basically Tifa is wearing the dress when you go to save her there is no way to change that Aerith's one is always the same Clouds is always the same what changes like the the different things you can pick up as Cloud al- mm-hmm. alter who the Dawn picks in the three lineup yeah but but it doesn't matter because all three of you are together yeah yeah it just it just changes like i think on the xbox there's like an achievement for having for like you being picked as cloud yeah um and really all it does is like if you're picked you're in the room with him there's a really funny dialogue where he's like wow you're pretty muscular wait a minute and then like cloud freaks out and tifa and Aerith run in and if you're not picked then you just start off in a room fight a couple of guys yeah meet up with somebody else and then go in to get the third person yeah so in in this one, you um, there's three different outfits for all three of the characters, mm-hmm. and depending on what options you choose and how you go about it, depends on what outfits each character wears. Yeah, Tifa's outfits are nice. There is one in particular that is very nice. Is that the blue one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thought you were gonna say that. Yeah, it's the little China dress one. Yeah, 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 and um. It don't matter what size her titty are. That's a nice fucking dress. <laughs> Granted, I am talking about an animated character that is not real. Yes. Not real. They did a very good job animating those ones and zeros. They really did. 
And I definitely gave it a one and a zero together. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I didn't even know I was doing a layup, but you did that slam dunk. That's Which... awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, and even, even Aerith's mm-hmm. costumes are very, very pretty. Of course, I love the, the, most extravagant one the biggest one which is very similar to the one that she's supposed to be wearing in the pixelated yeah, version the, the red dress the red dress yeah and then like cloud cloud is there's they're they're funny they're fucking hysterical all three of the dresses for him are just amazing um and there's an achievement to having all having them wear all six of the dresses mm-hmm. um so it can take some time with replays and having to go back through and make choices and stuff like that. Because like the choice for Tifa's dress is made pretty close in the beginning of the game when she talks about going on a date with you yeah, and asks like what you would like her to wear. Yeah. And- which, which honestly, when I was playing, I was like, I feel uncomfortable. Oh, I don't <laughs> like, I went straight slutty. <laughs> well, I-, I was like, Tifa, me and you let's get it on let's get it on (laughs) fucking you know i'll put on some (laughs) well you know and i appreciate you being so forthcoming with that (laughs) yeah see what i did there yeah yeah, yeah. corny Uh, whatever but yeah i again i like you're right there are dialogue options which and it kind of comes out of nowhere it does like it's very weird because she walks you back to your room and and shows you the room and talks about your neighbor and yeah and then it's like oh if we were to go on a date what what do you what would you like to wear i was like i was like oh i don't like it was i mean i'm too old to know if i'm using this analogy correctly but i felt like it was like a waifu simulator simulator is that a thing yeah okay go me um yeah, <laughs> it, I, I feel like it was trying to force what the original one had, where it had the Tifa Aerith dynamic, and mm-hmm. you kind of chose which one, right? Now, canon, he's always chosen Aerith. He, he's like, if he's in love with Aerith, Aerith, Aerith meant the world to him, and he's kind of always ignored Tifa. But in the game, you could actually choose between Tifa and Aerith. Mm-hmm. And those of you who chose Aerith were idiots. <laughs> Um, cause she's dead. Let's be real here. Yeah. There's no waifu from a corpse. No, no dead girl. Yeah. Mm, not good. Not good. Eat her between her thighs. Still doesn't work. <laughs> Just saying like it's no. So you went with Tifa or at least I did mm-hmm. because I knew Tifa lived. Yeah. <laughs> and, After your first playthrough, when you choose Aerith and you're like, Ooh, Adam. you know, I, but in all honesty, I never actually really cared for Aerith. I've never cared for her like bubbly personality and everything. Yeah. Like, Tifa was more down to earth and she was happy and she was a nice person, but she was way more down to earth. Aerith had her like fucking head in the clouds. And I just, I could not stand that about her personality. Yeah. They did kind of write Aerith to be a little more needy and damsel in distressy. And, yeah. and on a personal level, I've always been more attracted to like more like confident, strong women. Like yeah. it's just like Tifa. Like, yeah. And that is exactly what Tifa is. Like, yes, she's a, yes, she's like a girl, but she literally is like she literally is the girl who's like I'm gonna run up and I'm gonna punch somebody in the face. Yeah, like I don't need no fucking weapon. Yeah, watch me punch this robot and like the indent be like twenty feet wide and him go like thirty yards across <laughs> the fucking floor. Like and, I got this. And, and so like Cloud's looking at his sword like fuck. 
<laughs> I, I need it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and like even and even like in Tifa's more in maybe insecure or softer moments, she's not like lamenting anything. Mm-mm. She's just like, I'm sad that the world is in this state. I'm sad that I know this secret about my friend because she knew she knows all along in the game that Cloud is delusional and was sick. Yeah. And she's just trying to like help him move on. Overcome it. Yeah, but like she's not a weakling in any. No. And and Aerith to me, the writing for Aerith always seemed a little like help. I'm a damsel in distress. She well, literally gets kidnapped. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and she plays it that way, and mm. she wants to be that way. Like she even hires Cloud as a bodyguard. Uh, yep. Yep. Like that is who she is, mm-hmm. and I just I couldn't stand it. So yeah, I like I've always kind of been more of a fan of the Tifa. Yeah, I'm I'm totally Team Tifa. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but like in this, I think that was their way of trying to like force it to happen. Yeah. Like here, here, now you have to choose because there is a point in time where it's you and Aerith and Aerith is doing all these really little flirty things. And it's kind of like, well, how do we offset that? Yeah. You know, um, not that it really matters because it's not like choose (laughs) (laughs) and everything, but it kind of does. There are certain dialogue options where like. You can start progressing that. If you said this, Tifa gets like all like this, and mm-hmm. all happy. And if you said this and you're like, no, Aerith's the cooler chick. Tifa's like, well, fuck you then. <laughs> and like walks off, you know, like there are dialogue options through it. Yeah. And they added, they added that little bit, you know, they, they added the dress choices. Mm-hmm. They've added uh, side quests and everything. And it helps flesh out the game and it helped you level and everything. Because let's be real here in the original game in Midgar, leveling was tough, man. There's, yeah, there are only a handful of areas where, in my opinion, it was worthwhile to kind of grind, grind some levels. Yeah. But it's not a lot. Like you really need that open world when you get there. Um, but because because what they, because of their decision to keep this entire game in Midgar, they were able to open it up and flesh it out. Because to me, Midgar never really felt like a city. It felt like a section of areas. Yeah. You know, yeah. and there's there's a great sequence where you have to go and turn on the artificial lighting yep. for the bottom layer. And like you look down and I mean, I wish I had 3D goggles because... Oh God, no! I would have gotten sick. Dude. Even the two dimension, I was like, <laughs> "This, this is actually kind of terrifying." Yeah, you know, being up this high, and it made it feel more like a city. Yeah, and that's, but that's the thing is, they really were, and they fleshed it out with side quests and and helping out the civilians. Like, there's the one of going around and collecting all the cats. Yeah, for the little girl and shit like that. And it was kind of like, I like this. I, I like this a lot. Um, one of the other characters, he's. <laughs> Uh, Biggs, is it Biggs? So the the or is it uh, or is it Wedge? Damn it! No, no, no. Um, There's Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse. No, no, it's not one of those three. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking because one of them has a um. Anyway, there it's the guy that like you come up upon him and the soldiers are like roughing him up and he's been taking claim for something that he actually isn't, and then when you go to the Golden Saucer District. Um, he like helps you go around and get all your shit. You you know who I'm talking about? Like he's kind of a oh, poser type oh, deal. Dino. Dino, that's yeah, it. The big muscly guy. I don't know if he's muscly. Well, yeah. in in that one he was. Maybe. But yeah, like he's he's not really anything. He's kind of a con artist. Mm-hmm. 
and he keeps getting mixed up with Cloud, and Cloud's just like, fuck, dude, why do you keep coming around? Like, fucking go away. But then he always ends up, keeps helping him out, <laughs> you know? And, uh, like, he gets introduced. And, and he is in the Final Fantasy VII game originally, um, but he's not a major character and or anything like that. And you don't really have to do any of his shit. Mm-hmm. And in this one, you it's the same thing. You don't really have to do any of his shit, but it's always funny too because they made these fun little interactions with him and everything like that. Um, so it it was kind of nice because there weren't very big nods to the original. Mm-hmm. Like um, they have a, the Coliseum fight. I loved the Coliseum fight. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. And there's certain things like if after you fight them, if you go into the the room afterwards and like talk to them and everything, you get specific dialogue for this, that, and the other, and it kind of fleshes it out more. And then the nice little nod of Death House, <laughs> which they turned into a mini boss. Yeah. But in the original, it's just one of the random things that you can come across as you're running through that that district. Yeah. You know, the runes of what district six. I, I want to say it's stick, district six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Death House is just one of the random monsters that you can come and they made it a fucking mini boss. Yeah. Let me tell you, to me, it is one of the harder mini bosses of the game. That yeah, that was a challenge. Because you're not you're not a high level. Mm-hmm. You don't really have a whole lot of anything, and this thing can kill you super fucking quick. Yeah, and I loved it. <laughs> I fucking loved it. I loved every <laughs> minute of it. Um. But yeah, because you got to go through the Coliseum to make money back for the masseuse lady. And yeah, yeah, that part made me uncomfortable. Like depending (laughs) on the level of massage that you got Uh and it's a hand massage. Uh And I'm like, "Mm, why is it? Why is it? Why isn't Aerith allowed to watch the hand massage? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was weird introducing those guys. You had like the Chocobo guy um, who ran the like basically it's like a it's like a fast travel yeah taxi service kind of yeah. thing. Then you had the masseuse lady. You had the designer guy that you have to do the the dance with the DDR dance off with. Holy I thought shit. that was weird. <laughs> but but again, that's how they kind of fleshed it out a yeah. little bit more. So this world, it wasn't just a series of areas. It was an actual city. These people were running yeah. the, the, the under levels, basically. Yeah. And I was actually going, I'm actually going to say this because um, a game that we both have played recently, <clears throat> that game took one gimmick and reused it over and over and over again. In this one, they, like, they're like, you have a DDR dance off once. Yeah. Like they, I, I, they never reused it. Nope. So it's this one little one off kooky, funny little thing. So it fits and it yeah. works. Well, like the, um, the workouts. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah. They're difficult, but it, and it, it, it's only that that's the gimmick. It's right there. That's it. Yeah. You don't use something like that anywhere else. Mm-hmm. They were really good about that. Where. We're going to take this gimmick and we're only going to use it in this one little thing. And this is where the gimmick is. And if you don't like it, don't do it. If you do, you yeah. can do it a bunch. Yeah. The DDR dance off. You don't really have a choice. Right. It is a part of the storyline progression. 
and it's fucking weird. Yeah, it's weird, but like, it's not like bad. It's just kind of no, like. Oh, it is bad. It is terrible. No, no, Cloud no. should never do that. It degraded <laughs> him as a human being. I was going to say, I was like, it makes me think of when they re released Return of the Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Mm hmm. And they threw in the song and dance number in the beginning of it, which wasn't in the original 1980s release. Yeah. And it was like, it's in there. And the first time you see it, you're just kind of like, that's so stupid. It's so funny. Why is this in here? And then 10 years later, you're like, oh, my God, why was this in here? This is this is awful. This is terrible. This was such a bad idea. I'm hoping we don't get to that point with this. We're like 10 years down the line. We're like, it it was funny and it was fun. Like, honestly, it provided a different challenge and all that other stuff. And it it mattered. Mm -hmm. It mattered in trying to get certain things and certain progression points and all that other stuff. And that's what I liked. It wasn't like, Oh, here's this DDR dance off. And it doesn't matter how good or bad you do in it. It's going to end up with the same result. No, it mattered. Yeah. If you did incredibly well, it changed the dialogue, changed what you got, changed the help. If you did incredibly terrible at it, it really changed the dialogue. It mattered. And it added for story growth and character progression. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of one of those like, okay, I get it. And I liked it. Um, But like, those were the things that helped like grow out the game so that it took a two hour section of the original and made it a 10, 12 hour game. Mm -hmm. Like you can run through it really quick, but you're missing out on so much. Yeah. Like I just, I think this game is gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. There are areas that are just like, Aerith's house. I was just going to say that. I was like, Aerith's house, I've never, like, because when you see it in the original game, like, it does not do it justice. No. Like it does in this one. Like, oh my God. It is like the stuff, the flowers all over the place, the waterfall in the background. It's a nice big open area. The house looks gorgeous. Like, it just was stunning. Well, and it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. And especially since it's just utter garbage everywhere else literally as you're making your way to her house you're climbing on rooftops of garbage yeah to do it and i think that's what helps make this scene so just phenomenal mm-hmm. um and it, it's just it's a gorgeous game it's a gorgeous game it's loads of fun i love the secret little bosses uh and i I'm having a really hard time with their names and everything, but it's like the little green slime dude with the lantern and the dagger. Oh, um, there's one mini boss where you're fighting that dude. What's his, what's his name? Something, something Barry. Yeah. Um, as I said, I'm having a, tr- I'm having trouble with the names, but it is fucking hysterical. Uh, and then, like even the mini bosses and main bosses of the game tonberry tonberry that's, that's it. it yeah like you fight a couple of them in the main storyline and it's kind of like oh these guys are really easy and then you come upon like the secret hidden boss where you're doing like three four points of damage to him and he can like fucking insta kill you with one move and you're like oh god run <laughs> run 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 attack yeah run 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 run, run. attack <laughs> <laughs> like and the battle takes forever dude that was scary fighting that thing <laughs> oh yeah yeah because he's he looks so ridiculous, but he's like, nope, fuck you, insta-kill. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they threw him in. They threw in all these like little little hidden bosses and stuff like that. And I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> this is so fun. Um, the train yard terrified me. 
which the train yard I think is entirely new. I don't remember going through the train yard so, in the original game. So in the original one, the train yard is basically you come out of the sewer after you you visit yeah. the dawn. Yeah. <clears throat> and then there's only like two or three screens. And, and then it's done. And then you, you just have to like run around, move a locomotive, move around some more, move another locomotive, and then you get out. But it is it is scary because kind of at that point, like you're not you're not in a safe area. It's you don't really have like you only have the items on you. There's no shop. So like you can't replenish anything. So if you go into that area unprepared, it can be really daunting. This area was terrifying. This area was terrifying. In this one. You have little kids. Oh my laughing. god. And like little spirits moving. And I'm like, nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. I don't fuck with this shit. No, yeah. I'm it's, fucking out. It's all spirits of dead children. Like, oh yeah. Bleh. And they're like, even the boss whoosh, God, the bosses looked so cool. Yeah. Uh, this spectral rider. Mm-hmm. And you're fighting him. And I had a hard time with him. I did. Yeah. I had a hard time with him. I think I had to fight him like three or four times to get through it. But man, I was just like, this is, you're cool looking. I hate you, but you're so cool. looking. <laughs> <laughs> and, but yeah, they like, they did a lot where like they fleshed that out. It was a, you have to go here. You have to hit this button. You have to turn power on to it first and then run back over here and hit this switch. Oh fuck. The kid goes fucked with shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh fuck. Something bad's going to happen. It's coming. It's coming. Nope. Nothing happens. <sighs> okay i hit the switch and the little kid goes fuck with something else and you're like oh god and here it comes nope nope it doesn't come and then when it finally does come you're like oh god i hate this so much I just <laughs> <wasn't> over with. <laughs> like i hated it so bad um but they fleshed it out and yeah. i think it added more because again it added more to the this is a city yes this isn't just a series of areas and locations this is a city yeah you could talk to random strangers you could do random things you could like, e- eavesdrop on conversations mm-hmm. like people were talking about stuff that was going on at the time yeah which fleshes out the city even more <laughs> um and then so let's talk about the big difference okay sephiroth yeah he he is nowhere in midgar when you first play through this game, like in, in the original, right. right? When up to the, you do not see Sephiroth. You do not know his name. You nothing. And it's not, like, yeah, it's not until you, well, it's not until about you, a half an hour into the game. There's Sephiroth. Yeah. I was going to say, it's not until you go to leave and you find the president dead mm-hmm. with Sephiroth's sword and Palmer is freaking out and being like, Oh my God, Sephiroth was here. Yep. Like that's it. Yep. You know, you and then you get the flashback. Yeah. But you're right. In this one, it's like you're walking down the street and then there's Sephiroth. Yep. And I didn't like that. It freaks me out, dude. Really? It freaks me out because I was just like, holy fuck, like this. Because I think it added more to like Cloud. Mm-hmm. Like this is his fever dream because he knows Sephiroth's dead. Yeah. I fucking killed him. Sephiroth is dead. How is he here? Right. But of course, not knowing that, not not knowing Cloud, not knowing this game. If Final Fantasy VII Remake is the first time you ever fucking played Final Fantasy VII, yeah, you don't know that. You just see this enemy that's walking around, and Cloud is terrified of him. And mind you, at this point, Cloud is a badass. Oh yeah, like you took down that fucking Guardian Scorpion. Like you're you're fighting things. You're fucking slicing and dicing up shit you're cool as a cucumber and then to see him go into that full-blown panic yeah over this one character you're kind of like oh dude that's 
that's the bad guy. I <laughs> see because I've always kind of been of the mind of like like I really like the movie Jaws. Yeah. Because the shark you never really see the entire shark until the end. Yeah. And by keeping the monster away, it adds a layer of suspense because you know that the bad guy is lurking nearby but you just can't see it. And the same thing with Sephiroth. Sephiroth is always in the original version, he's he is he is the boogeyman. Yep. He's Baba Yaga. Yeah, yeah. And and then when you finally end up confronting him, because even in the flashback, he's on your side, and you're like, this dude is the big bad guy who's coming back and is killing people, and I'm fighting alongside of him and seeing how much of a badass he is. So in this one, for him to come in so early, it left a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth, but don't get me wrong, like, literally knocked off, like, half a point. <laughs> I didn't I, no, I didn't I, like I can, it, but I, can, I didn't I can kind of see where you're coming from, because... They introduced him really early on, mm. and you you see who he is, but you don't know what he's capable of. That's the thing. Take it from the mindset of you never played Final Fantasy VII. Yes. You see who this character is, and you see that Cloud's terrified of him, but you don't know why. You know nothing about this man. Mm -hmm. Like, that's it. You have no clue who he is. Which is actually like a viable thing. And you're, which is totally viable, right? I'm coming in with previous knowledge. If, yeah. If this is the first Final Fantasy version that you play, yeah, like that, it's it's the difference between watching Star Wars episodes four, five, six, one, two, three. Yeah. Because if you do it that way, it's the rise of Luke and then the backstory of Vader. If you watch them one, two, three, four, five, six, it's all just Vader. Luke is like a non sequitur because it's all about it's all about Anakin coming. I I, well, I disagree with that, but <laughs> because. But, but I was because I was going to tell you and I'm going to use Star Wars reference as well mm -hmm. in episode four, three, no, four. Sorry. Episode four. Vader's in it for what? Twelve minutes. Yes. He has two lines and he's terrifying and he's terrifying. And <laughs> like, that's it. If you actually look at this game and the grand length of it, Sephiroth's in it for half an hour. Little cutscenes here and there. Yeah. And he's terrifying. <laughs> Just because they introduced him real early on, you, yeah. don't, you don't know who he is. Yeah. No, it's like I said, it's a good point. Yeah. And then as the game progresses and you start kind of finding out more, you're like, no, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. What's fine? Nope. Nope. Not that door. Is there another door around <laughs> here somewhere? Like, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> what am I doing down this alley that... What the heck? What? <laughs> yeah, like, and, and it. So I I liked it in that sense of here here's this impending enemy. Mm -hmm. The part that I hated is you fight him. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, and you fight like two two three forms of him at the end. Uh. Yes. Yeah, like two? he's he's the final he's the final boss. Yeah. Um he's already trying to enact some plan. I was very confused by what was going on with all of this. Well, yeah, I was going to say and now that you brought it up, like there are there are 100% more ghost spirits in this game than in the original one. And like all of that threw me for a loop. And they like, are fucked. Yeah, and it's like, and you have to fight them, and it's like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah. that was a huge, like the, huge left turn the, from the, the original story. three or four nights yeah. that you have to fight before you actually get to Sephiroth. Yeah. Like, I, I was fighting them, and I was using resources, because I'm like, these have to be the big bad. Because why would you fight 
Sephiroth yet. Because it's the end of the first game and they want it to be super climactic because the battle, the battle with the battle roller or whatever it is, apparently was not good enough. I guess not. Even though it was perfectly fine when you were leaving Midgar in the original game. That was a good, it, it's a boss that made sense. Mm-hmm. It was well placed. Yep. It was a good fight. Because there were some different tactics you had to use. Yeah. And once that was done, it was like, we know Sephiroth is the bigger problem. We need to go and leave with that. Having him be there is like, eh? Well, that's what I mean. Like, I, so you, Aerith does get kidnapped. It, 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 the base storyline of the remake does follow Final Fantasy VII. Mm. Aerith gets kidnapped by the Turks, but she's not really kidnapped. She basically makes a bargain. She says, I'll go with you, but let him live. Mm -hmm. And so you're like, well, I'm not going to fucking deal with that. And her adoptive mother is like, no, let her be. They're not going to hurt her. Leave her alone. And you're like, no, no, fuck you, old lady. And you, Tifa and Barrett go, "Okay, we're going to go do this. And you break into Shinra. Mm -hmm. And as you go through, you find Red 13. Yep. Um. Which you, again, find out that they were planning on... If, if you read, like, the resource files and shit like that, you do find out that they were planning on, like, hey, she's gonna have sex with Red 13. Yeah, which is weird. Super weird. <laughs> I know it's Japan, but what? <laughs> <laughs> like, mm, okay. Yeah. And, like... The fact that they looked cooler and everything like that, and then you find out that knowledge, like it left a really like, uh, I'm gross. I need to go take a shower. Yeah, yeah, it was like, very uncomfortable. No, but uh, so you release him, and he becomes a part of your party for a little bit, mm-hmm. and you meet mother, mm-hmm. which is Genoa, Genova, Genova, um, and that's when you kind of first like experience Sephiroth because he takes the head. Mm-hmm. And then you rush up to the roof where he's killed the president mm-hmm. and his son comes mm-hmm. Rufus and you fight his son. Yep. Which that was a cool fight. That was, that was, that was another tough one. Yeah. It was, it was fun, but it was tough. There was a lot because of Because like... you have, you have the ranged human mm-hmm. and his beast companion. That's all close up. Yeah. Stupid fucking guard dog thing. <sighs> Dude. I did too. Cause like you would try to get that down. And he'd be like, no. Boop. Yeah. You're like, stop it. <laughs> Bad human. <laughs> I just, oh. No, that that fight, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say, that fight took me a couple tries. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. he fucked me up quite a bit because he's got lightning, lightning attacks. and Well, and his shotgun does a bunch of damage. Yep. And it's like, he like. And he, he like rushes in, fires, and then fades back super quick yeah and he does a lot of blocking too like mm-hmm. ugh, it just was obnoxious it's a pain in the ass fight it's one of those fights that it's difficult but you can get through it and once you're done you're like oh thank god it's, yeah it's not like a dark souls boss fight no no no, <laughs> no where it takes you fucking seven hours to beat the boss yeah. yeah because you're like oh no dodge 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 block dodge 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 Dink, 10 mm-hmm. damage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dodge, dodge, dodge. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't have to learn attack. You don't have to learn as crazy attack patterns. Yeah. So, but it's, know, it's, it's, he does have an attack pattern. They all have attack patterns. Yeah. That's like, video games got a game, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then, like, you see Sephiroth mm-hmm. and you're like, fuck. And then from there, I'm like, I don't understand. Like, now the city's like wrecked and you're, 
oh, you have to go do the tower save. Yeah. Like, because the Shinra plans on blowing up. Dropping the, one dropping the top plate yeah. onto the bottom plate. Yeah. Yeah. And so you have to go do that. And after, like, you don't prevent it. No. But you save as many people as you can. And that's, like, I don't remember the little three that you named off earlier. The three side characters mm-hmm. of the avalanche. Mm-hmm. But, like... That's when they start dying. <laughs> no, well, that's just it, right? In the original one, as you're climbing this tower, you come across Biggs, Wedge, and, and Jesse. Yeah. Biggs is Biggs is the slimmer one with the red yeah. bandana. Wedge yeah. is the heavyset guy, and Jesse's the girl. Yeah. And they were way more integral in this version of the game than the yeah. original game. Like I was way more connected to them because you do side missions with them. Mm-hmm. You, you go to Jesse's parents' house. You go to Jesse's parents' house, which leads to the really cool motorcycle riding. Guy, which I was like, yeah. <laughs> I wish it was a little bit more free flow. Yeah. But still, it was it was badass. Mm-hmm. It was super fun. But yeah, they all die on that tower climb. You come across their body. Wedge actually like falls off the top of the plate and falls all the way to the ground and somehow manages to continue talking for a couple seconds. And then as you go up, you come across Wedge and Je- or Biggs and Jesse. In this one, it's similar. It's only Biggs. You only come across Biggs. Wedge is on the ground helping with the evacuation process. I can't remember what happened to Jesse. She gets shot. She does get shot. She gets shot. Um, but, yeah. but yeah, but they're, they're like, they're dead. Well, and the other thing is that right when the plate falls, or at least you think they're dead. Yeah. When the plate falls in the original game, it is like, you know, I don't know, kilometers thick steel Yeah. yeah. in this one. Like you can go back to sector seven and you can run around. And I was like, no, there would be nothing left. Nope. And you're right. Like you just kind of hinted at spoiler warning. They're not actually dead. No. You see like wedge credit scene. Yeah. You see wedge and you see bigs. Like they're not dead. Jesse. It's just like, and I really liked Jesse. She was the cool one. Yeah. In all honesty, I was like, if Jesse could be a romantic interest, I would totally take that one. You're on team Jesse. I'm on team Jesse. Cause she was fun. She, she was. was confident. She was powerful and she was fun. Like she was doing what she felt was right and mm. knew that it was dangerous and knew that it could cost them their lives and everything like that. But she was in it to win it, baby. She yeah. was in it to have a good time. <laughs> and by God, did she like, she was like, she even like the little coy flirting with cloud and everything. Oh, yeah. Like you can show up at my house, but you can't come in and all this other stuff, but maybe next time. Yeah. Is uh, once again, kind of like with link, like every woman that cloud interacts with for some weird reason wants to jump his bones and it's like strong, silent type baby. Yeah. But why? Because <laughs> yes. he's packing of the, you know, that sausage. He's, <laughs> he's, he's packing some girth. You mean the, the buster sword? Obviously. Oh yeah. Yeah. That mighty oak. Yeah. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so like i was upset mm. like because you do you see wedge and you see biggs but you don't see jesse i'm like oh jesse's gonna die <laughs> um and but like yeah so after that you're then climbing back through the ruins of sector seven mm-hmm. and you get attacked by a ghost yeah by a ghost army literally it's like a ghost army and and like they they the big like i thought it was the final boss but it was like a mini boss before the final boss which was really fucked up yeah 
um is like these three spectral warriors and one can do one can take physical damage one can take magical damage one can take range damage i think it was or something like that it was hard to feed them like i hated those three yeah it was complicated to like figure out how to beat them yeah even with the scan function because i never get i never get rid of the scan function <laughs> i got rid of the scan function with the playthroughs because i didn't need to scan them because mm -hmm. you don't need to they're already right logged so you're like okay good all right but uh yeah with like i was like i don't i don't know what the fuck i'm doing and i died and then i tried again and i'm like what the fuck am i doing and then i died and i was like i'm walking away and i picked it up the next day and i was like i still don't know what the fuck i'm doing and i died and i like that was the one where i died the most yeah literally fighting sephiroth i think i only died once mm. but that one eight or nine times yeah because it was it was hard for my brain to figure out like how how do I do this? Their attacks seem random. It was three on one and you're, you're just not good. Yeah. <laughs> it just sucked. I will say that is one of the things I didn't like about the combat system because it was harder to like keep track of who needed what, you know, with the normal, with the original battle system, it was easier to be like, okay, someone's low on health because I have all my information right here. Like right in that same little area. Yeah. In this one, it's down in the corner, but stuff happens so fast. And I know that you can on turn the screen. It does. Yeah. yeah and it's... like, I know you can turn it off and you can change it. But like at that point, like, I don't know. I just felt like it, it like it, it could have been a little bit better. Uh, like maybe have, maybe be able to like, you know, tell somebody, Hey, you have heal materia. So you use heal materia when people get below a certain percentage of health. I, I, I get that, but they, they did do other things. Like you'll hear Tifa say, I'm hurting. Mm. I need health. I need help. Or, you know, something along those lines. They shouted out like, oh, I'm getting fucked up. Yeah. You know, Barrett's like, I, I don't know how much more of this mm. I can take. And you look and you're like, oh, shit, that's his key phrase to let you know. Heal me. Yeah, he's, he's in the yellow. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> Not so good. Um, But yeah, no, it was. It was hard. And it was hard for the enemies, too. Like when you have that instance where it's like three or four enemies and you're just the one character and two of the enemies are off screen behind you. Yeah. That was hard, too, because then they would come rushing in behind you and you didn't know to dodge because... You didn't see them. Yeah, the camera is a little too close to really be able to give you a good vantage point of what's behind you. Yeah, I wish you could like pull that out a yeah. little bit. But yeah, but after that, you then go and fight Sephiroth, which Cloud shouts like, I'm, I'm, I'm killing you. I've already killed you once. What are you doing here? And that while that's going on, Aerith is like opening a portal to get you out of Midgar. So like, Unlike in the original game where you just kind of like walk out of Midgar, you're you're jumping through a portal, mm. you know, and then that's it. Yeah, that's the end of the game. And you're just kind of like, what the fuck? <laughs> and and I guess I should technically correct my previous statement before we move on too far. There was an auto heal materia thing. Yes. But yeah. like, I never felt like it was like good enough, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I maxed out all the materials. Nice. Yeah. Because there's an achievement for it. Yeah. I 100 percented this game. <laughs> nice. Yeah. No, I, I have to admit, because I guess we're pretty much wrapping it up, right? Uh, Yeah. There, there's only a couple other little things that I would say we should hit on. Like, they introduced spirits 
mm. a lot sooner. Yeah. And a lot more of them. But you mean they, the summons? Yeah, the summons. Yeah. But they were um prototypes. <laughs> so like I'm kinda like, how are they gonna do this? Like the here are the things that I'm curious about. So in the game, your max level is fifty. Mm-hmm. You can get to fifty in this first part. Fifty is halfway to finish in the original game. Yep. Am I gonna be able to keep my level going into the next game? Oh, you would have to. They would they would have to set it up so it it, it loads everything from your save file. Yeah, but their fucking enemy progression better be fitted because if I'm level 50 going in with all of my items, all of my materia maxed, mm. all of my summons maxed, I'm pretty fucking powerful. Yeah. Now, granted, I played through the 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 replay, you know, where you can redo it all and I played through it on a harder difficulty and everything like that and mm. then I replayed it again. You mean you didn't play through on the hardest difficulty your first time through like you do? No, I did. <laughs> I did, but it unlocks a harder one. Oh, does it? Yeah. So, boop. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty sure it did, but I I, I remember playing through on the hardest difficulty right off the bat and Mm. everything like that, but I want to say, like, it did unlock a harder difficulty, and that's what I replayed it on. Mm. But even then, like, I ended beating up the game at, like, level 47. I didn't get out of the original, like, little town that first town that you come on, you get your room set up in and everything like that before I hit 50. So I, you know, I was max level. Once you hit 50, there's nothing more you can do. The best you can do from there is level up your materia and just get better skills. Yeah. And the bosses were still hard. The enemies were still difficult. Like it still did provide a challenge. But what I'm saying is if I go into the next game at level 50 and it's designed for me to go in it at like level one, mm. like I don't know how they're going to tie the two together because they have to. There should be no way that I should be able to pick up part two without playing part one. Right. Which makes it hard. Right. You would. <clears throat> what you would have to do is you'd have to do some sort of level scaling is that it loads your character and says, what level are you? Automatically makes the enemies Scale tires. Sk- and, and they they got it's got to be done correctly. It's the only thing too. I can think they can do. Yeah, yeah, that's the only thing I can think they can do as well, because, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, you're otherwise you're just going to steamroll through the second one, if and it, the third one, yeah, and the fourth one, or mm-hmm. you know, however many, because I've had plenty of enough time mm-hmm. to max my level. The only thing that I do not have, and because I'm, I'm having a really hard time with him, <laughs> is Bahamut. Yeah. He's hard. He's he's a difficult summons to get. Because mm-hmm. in the way that you do it, you basically go into like a VR environment where you have to fight the summons and you fight the summons and the guy who created the VR experience is like, well, here you go. Here's this artificial Bahamut and you can have him now. And I'm like, okay. He's the only thing that I do not have. Mm-hmm. And uh, like... It's driving me nuts, but I'm like, how are we going to do the next one? Mm-hmm. Like 50 is a high level. Mm-hmm. So is the next one going to be 100? Is that going to be my max level is 100? Which would mean that the one after that, my max level would have to be like 150. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how are they? That level cap that they put in this one is high. Yeah. And it makes me just kind of like. 
how are you going to do the next game? And it makes me worried about it. I really am. I'm really concerned about how are you going to do the next game? Because the next game is where I can actually fucking grind. Yes. Like, I can seriously do some grindage in the next one. So I can already, right off the bat, steamroll through it. Mm -hmm. I'm out in the open world. I just start fucking grinding. Yeah. And then before I actually do really any story, um, air quotes, because I realize I like keep throwing up air quotes. <laughs> and that doesn't that doesn't work. That doesn't work in an audio format. <laughs> in an audio format. <laughs> um, but then I could just steamroll through it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. the, the, it concerns me a little bit. Am I the only one here? Or? Well, I like in my in it, it, for me that is like the least of the worries. My big concerns are like, when's it coming out? How long is it going to be? What new stuff are they going to add? We've already got the Yuffie expansion coming out um, in a few days at time of recording. Yeah. Um, Which I am looking forward to. Yeah. Like, I mean, Yuffie's not my favorite character. I almost rare, I almost never use her. She's funny. I Yeah. Like, that's it. I liked her in Advent Children. I liked yeah. her character in yeah. there. And I liked it. Like, I like when you meet her and when you go to Wutai and, you know, she has her whole little thing there. Like, she's fun, but like her skills and her abilities were, you know, Meh. I was a I was a Cloud Barrett Tifa guy for the longest time when it forces you to play as Sid as the leader. Um, and Tifa gets taken out of it. Then it's then it's the boys club. It's Sid, Barrett and Red. Like, I almost never use Aerith yuffie or vincent and i wish i would use vincent a little more i just don't like his limit breaks in the original game yeah so 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 again my, my list of concerns are like this that da, 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 da. wondering how they're so, going to deal with leveling that to me is like that is something that they're going to figure out i see but i don't think it is and that is that it leveling can make or break a game mm-hmm. especially when you're doing a continuation because if i spend another 60 dollars on this game to steamroll through mm-hmm. in three hours when it's supposed to be a 12 hour game because it's supposed to be difficult, but I'm already coming into it at level 50. I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like it can be something that breaks it. You, you spoke of your, your team of three, the boys club and all that other stuff. I do like the fact that this one kind of forced you to play other characters mm-hmm. to have them in your party and level them up. Mm-hmm. All of my characters are level 50 yeah. because it forces you to have these characters in it, which is another concern of mine. How are they going to do that going forward? There's a part of the original Final Fantasy 7 game where you can have what, like nine characters? Uh yes. There's a right there's a very brief moment yeah. when Red, Red, Barrett, Tifa, Cloud, Aerith, Sid, uh Katsith. Oh God! Hold on, hold on. Let's just start from the beginning because I have to go through the the order that you pick them up. Yeah. So I know how many there are, right? So you start with Cloud, Cloud then you get Barrett, Barrett then you get Tifa, Tifa, then you get Aerith, Aerith, then you get Red. You leave Midgar. You can go to the forest and get Yuffie. Yep. You after the forest, you go and you go to Nibelheim, where where you eventually get Vincent. That's the one that I couldn't remember. Vincent. Yep. Then you go to Golden Saucer and get Cat Sith, and then you get Sid. So yeah, there's your nine. Yeah. Which you can make three teams of three. Mm-hmm. And so how are they going to do that going forward? Are they going to force the interaction like they did in this one where my team is kind of forced because this person dropped out and that person dropped out and I only have these three people to 
to be in my party? Well, or am I going to be able to select it a little? In which case, I could create a very overpowered team <laughs> and a very underpowered team because I'm overplaying these three characters. Well, let's not forget that every time you level up with your main team, all the other characters get a little bit of experience too, and they level up as well. So they're they're behind, but they're not like drastically behind. But it could right? be drastically behind when I start off with level 50 and I come upon Cat Sith at level one. Right, but when you get him, he wouldn't be level one. They would, would put it in there to be like, he's you, going- You're hoping they would, right. but that's where my concerns are. We are dealing with idiots. <laughs> Like, okay. game companies aren't necessarily the smartest of people. Just because Square Enix put out Marvel's Avengers whoa, doesn't whoa, mean whoa. that they did idiots. incredible. It was it was it was it was the writers. <laughs> uh, no, I, it wasn't the writers. But no, but you see what I'm saying? There there are issues. Absolutely. Cuz we look at even Marvel Avengers and be like, well, why didn't they fucking do this? This mm. makes sense. This seems like a really easy thing to do. And they didn't. Yeah. So just because I'm level 50 going in, are they going to like, you could have level digression mm. where because that I went through that little portal that Aerith opened up, I'm level 10. Right. Everybody goes back to being like level 25 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where everything's based off of you meeting everybody at level 25. Mm. I lose some items, which even if that's the route they take, I'm going to be pissed. Well, yeah, that, that would be a dick move. That would be a dumb thing. Like I, it's, it's, but it's not outside of the realm of right. possibilities, right? Because it sounds pretty logical. Like, Hey, this is how we fix this problem. Yes. The smart thing to do would just to be like, we're going to do level scaling and we're going to do level scaling with characters and enemies. And we're going to leave it at that. Right. When you start the game, when you start the second disc, it's going to say, what's your max level? What what character is max level? Like Level scaling because of characters and enemies and then selected difficulty. Yes. Because my enemy difficulty was higher because I selected the hardest difficulty right off the bat. Right. So you start game at level 50. All your characters are still level 50. When you meet the next progression you would meet would be Yuffie. Yeah. After you when you get Yuffie, she's level 45. And then as, if you continue to use Cloud, Barrett, and Tifa, yeah. right, then you're going to have, you're going to have Aerith, Red, and Yuffie, you know, for every, for every level that you get, they get like three quarters of a level or something. Okay. You know, enemies are going to be, depending on difficulty, five level, five levels below, at level, five levels over maybe, to okay. pr provide that difficulty. If they do that, all the problems are solved. Because it doesn't matter if you're level 50 or you're level 25. Right. Yeah. I start would, my game at 25. I, I, under, I understand fine. where you're stating, but so what we're saying, there's is other things that come along with that. Right. Because again, if I do level progression up to level 50 in this one, right. And I progress up to level 50 and in the next game, I get to start at level 50. Mm -hmm. What is my level cap going to be in the next game? Let's say that they make it out level 100. 100. Hmm. Okay. So by the time I hit 100, let's say that's when I return back to Midgar. Mm hmm. I'm I'm done with all the around outside world stuff and I can return back to Midgard. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now I'm level a hundred in the third game. Mm -hmm. I'm ungodly. Like if you look at the power and the skill that I have, there becomes a certain point where even your enemy progression at level matching, mm -hmm. you still outbeat them at the end of the game mm -hmm. at level 50 on the hardest difficulty. I can still slice through things that are supposed to be difficult for me 
fairly easily mm -hmm. because I've I've created the right teams, I've matched up the right materials, I've maxed all of those out, I have the right items, and I just boom mm -hmm. done. At a certain point with a game like this, you can become ungodly, and then the rest of the game is kind of like meh. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens. And that's what I worry about because I don't want it to become meh. But that doesn't happen until you get to the end of the game when the only thing you have to do is go and do the last thing, right? In the original in the original game, you can go fight Sephiroth like by the time you're like level 40 or whatever it is. Uh, yes, right? I understand that. And it's, but in the beginning of the game, I can level up to level 60 before I even continue through the rest of the storyline just in the open world. Right. So... So, and when you go fight him at level 40, it's hard. When you go fight him at level 99, he's a pushover. Yeah. But I, I only have myself to blame for that because yeah. I'm over leveling myself. No. Right? No. Yes. No. Back then, yes, absolutely. We did not have the game technology to deal with that. Right. Today, no. Which is, what, which is when level scaling comes in. Yes. So, But level scaling only happens a lot of the times based off of the beginning level that you start the game off in. They need to do level scaling throughout the entire thing. If I go into a new area, if I'm even if I go like I go into a village and I come out of it uh -huh. and I go into the village, maybe all the monsters were level 45, but now I'm 65. I come out of the village, all the levels the monsters are now 70 and I'm still level 65. They scaled to the new entry of me coming out. Mm -hmm. I would be cool with that mm -hmm. because it would still possibly make it difficult. Yeah. I just worry about the game progression because they gave us a lot. Yeah. They gave us a lot of materia that you don't normally have by this point in the game in the right. original one. They gave us a lot of summons. That you don't have mm -hmm. by this point in the game. They gave us a lot of levels that you don't have. Mm -hmm. They like they gave us a lot. Yeah. And I'm worried that even though this one was amazing, because they gave us so much, if they don't take all of that into account in the next one, mm -hmm. the next one can be really bad. It's true. I mean, your fears are not unfounded and unrealistic. Like, yeah. it makes sense. Like, that is a thing to be concerned about. And I think that's a thing that as they get closer to launch, that'll be some of the stuff that comes out is like, because, right, I'm sure you are not the only person who worries and thinks about that. I'm sure. I would hope so. I'm sure that there are I other know people. I'm a pretty smart person, mm -hmm. like definitely the smartest person in this room. Don't, don't break your arm <laughs> patting yourself on the back there, buddy. <laughs> But like there, like that'll be a thing that the community at large talks about is like, hey, how are you going to start the next game if everybody's different levels? What are yeah. you guys going to do? And they'll, yeah. they'll, I'm sure they'll come out and they'll say different something. item bases, different, different because like some of those items you get naturally. Other mm -hmm. ones, they're secret little things that you have to find or secret like Bahamut. You, Bahamut's one of the hard ones mm -hmm. to get the Bahamut summit. You have to, you know, you have to fight him. You have to fight him. <laughs> At a really hard difficulty. Yeah. Like, he, he's hard. <laughs> um, so, not everybody's going to have that. Mm. And I get that. And you can't cater to the hardcore fans because then it's going to make it too difficult for the casual fans. Absolutely. There's, there's a, a delicate balance that you have to do there. I'm just worried about that balance. Yeah. Not saying that Square Enix is really failed in that balance on some games because like again final fantasy 7 there's that delicate balance it has to be as you said you go into sephiroth at level 99 maxed out every fucking materia maxed out everything that you can do have the um the seven 
Cloud's. Uh, oh, Omni Slash. That's it. The, his limit break. His limit break. Level four limit break. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Not even. Not even a challenge. Yeah. Like you're just kind of like, wow, that was. Good ending. Guys. <laughs> Good ending. Like that's where you have to hope the story's strong. Well, and like, <laughs> like you know, for right. I mean, God. I mean, I. Oh God, I perform fellatio on this game. Let's just be honest, right? I love this game so much that that was like that is what I did. I saved before I went into the crater at my the level I was actually at, and I went and beat him. And I was like, man, that was a really tough challenge. Now let me go and do all this other side stuff. Let me go get Knights of the Round. Let me get a Golden Chocobo. Let me max out everybody's abilities. Yeah. Let me get the Master Materia's sets. Like, yeah. let me do all this cool stuff. So I went and I did all that. And I went back at 99 and I was like, wow, that was a cakewalk by comparison. Yeah. But again, like, that was my choice. Yeah. You know, like. I'm kind of hoping because we have the technology now, though. We can rebuild him. <laughs> we can make him stronger. Sorry. <laughs> Now that we have the technology, he's just running in slow mo. Oh God! Okay, sorry. Nobody else is gonna understand that reference. We are old. Yeah, that is yeah million dollar man reference. That's dating ourselves, and actually, that's like kind of predating ourselves. Predating ourselves, buddy. Because that was kind of old when we were kids. Like it was before I was born. No, it was yeah, it was definitely before we were both born. But like like. We wow. we are from the era where we get the reference. Mm -hmm. I don't know if kids today would get it. Mm -hmm. So anyway, but yes, like we, we have the technology. If you're, let's say they stick with the original and they only make ninety nine the the cap mm -hmm. the max, right? Yeah. You can get you can get to like what sixty five seventy five in the second disc and then yeah. twenty five. Which I think is going to be a little weird. It would be if they did it that way. If they did it that way, because that would be like. I got so much in the first one. And that's what I mean. I got so much in the first one. And then the second one, I paid 60 bucks, but I didn't, I don't feel like I got as much. Well, how would you feel if you had 60 hours of gameplay, but you maxed out at that level? Like you could still, like you could still like develop skills from with your weapons and stuff like that. You can still, you know, level up your materia and stuff, but your character level caps at 74. How, like would that I, be I can tell you there's a, a psychological aspect of it because you we naturally associate our character level with our character strength, mm. not necessarily the items that we can contain that we hold and everything, even though those items do level. Mm -hmm. Like if I created a game where you don't level at all, you do not. Mm -hmm. You only get stronger through the progression of skills and the items you carry. Mm -hmm. 90% of the population who plays that game would not like that game because they do not feel any character growth. Mm -hmm. So capping it at 15 levels when in the first one I could do 50, yeah. even though there is 60 hours of gameplay, I'm probably going to hit those 15 levels in the first six to 10 hours mm -hmm. of gameplay, depending on how hardcore right. it is. That means the next 50 hours of gameplay i don't feel like i'm growing right you're you're getting stronger and you're meeting more difficult challenges but but you're character but because level. i don't get that boom <laughs> character level yeah level up i don't feel like i'm growing yeah, yeah that's a good and it point. could it could really ruin a game like that that's what i mean like they would at least have to do mm -hmm. in my eyes well another 50 levels right exactly and that was that was where i was going with this is that 
it doesn't who says that they they can't max out the level cap at 150 over all three games oh 50, they can 50 and one 50 it, and two. It, it is weird though it's it, a, it's weird if you think about it because a, a generally a good final fantasy game outside of 14 which mm-hmm. is 14 is the online yeah that and, and 11, 11 yeah, yeah 11 11 and 14 we don't talk about those those are mmos because as expansion comes out they they raise mm-hmm. the level cap because yeah. again there's no growth well yeah when you get to end game right that's yeah it's the same but that's what i'm saying like even in those mmos they add an expansion and they they increase the level cap because if they come out with an expansion Mm -hmm. and even though you have new material you're facing harder challenges you get new items there is growth Mm -hmm. through that aspect they always increase the level cap Mm -hmm. because it makes you feel growth and if you look at a lot of them Mm -hmm. Zero to ten, your character grows a lot stat wise. Ten to twenty, it grows a lot stat wise. Twenty to thirty, it grows a lot, but not as much mm-hmm. as the previous two. Thirty to forty, it grows okay. Forty to fifty, it grows all right. Fifty to sixty, it, it grows. Like that's it. <laughs> it it went up. <laughs> 60 to 70 you're looking at a blue pill (laughs) like if you look at the progression in those because just the fact that it says you leveled makes you feel better as a player yes it is the slot but your stats aren't like when you look at them in comparison you Mm -hmm. know hey i got 42 to my strength from level one to two but when that's when you have a total of now like 56 strength you know Mm -hmm. But when you're level 70 and you go to 71 and it adds 42 strength, that ain't a lot. That's not doing much when you have a thousand something strength. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you pick up a sword that gives you plus 2,352 strength, your little level with the plus 42 that you got, Mm -hmm. you know, and I feel like they're going to do something like that. But it's weird because Final Fantasy normally doesn't go above 100. Well, no. I mean, there is that. Yeah. So here I am in game three and I'm 156. I'm going to be like, yeah, yeah, I'm a fucking badass. (laughs) Why did I die? I'm level 156. It's it's a weird concept for my brain. Not saying that it's impossible, but for like for my brain, I'm kind of like, this is. I shouldn't be 156. (laughs) They're just turning. They're just turning the action RPG on its side. Yeah, well, it's like Sword Art Online. You ever watch the anime? Oh, yeah. There's an episode where he helps out this little girl resurrect her pet dragon, which the little girl becomes a main character Mm -hmm. and everything like that. But as they're walking back to town with the item for the resurrection, they get waylaid by a group of player killers, Mm -hmm. which if you don't know the show, you're basically trapped in a virtual world. And if you die in that world, you die in real life. Yeah. So these player killers are kind of a big deal, but the main character just kind of walks forward and is like, come at me, bro. Yeah. And like five or six of them come rushing at him and just start slicing him. And he's just standing there. And the girl that he's helping is all like, oh, my God, I got to save him. And then she realizes she's watching his health bar and it ticks down a little bit and then refills and then ticks down a little bit and then refills and then ticks down a little bit and then refills. And these guys end up getting more out and they're like, fuck, we didn't do shit to this guy. And he's like, well, you know, Kirito, the main character is like, well, you can, um, you guys combined do 496 damage to me or some shit like that. My healing skill, 
allows me to heal 546 damage per second. So you could whack at me all day and not do anything. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even have to use an item. And he begins to explain that in games like this, where there is a level scaling system, there can always become a point where you basically become a god Mm -hmm. because you out level everything else and everybody around you. Yeah. And I don't want that in this. I want the challenge. I don't want to, because I'm, I'm really bad about doing it. And I will admit that this is a me thing. And probably why, like my first concern was like, what is the max level going to be? Not like, where are they going to cut off the next game? Or Mm -hmm. when is the next game going to come out? Or because, you know, I don't trust any of that shit anyways, Mm. but I'll get to that here in a second. Um, so like, because I have, I have a bad habit of, I'm going to do all the side quests. I'm going to do everything mm. before I hit this next step in the storyline. And then once I do everything and I can't, like, I'm even grinding a little bit, but now grinding, I'm like, oh, wow, I kill this beast and I'm only getting like 10 XP and I need like 4,000 <laughs> XP for the next level. I'm, I should probably go on, hit up the next part of the story so I can advance to the next part so that I can start getting some serious XP again Yeah, to start leveling again. That's what I do. So I always end up in this part where I'm like, everything is too easy. Yeah. You, I over level. Yeah. You by playing grind to the point where you make everything too easy. Yeah. I yeah. over level. And so it's always a worry with me with games because I'm like, I don't, I don't want that yeah but but the games don't do it you do it to yourself i know but i can't help it because then this whole 20 minute conversation has been for nothing it it hasn't been though because we have the capability to not make that happen right we have the capability to now go hey you just leveled because you're playing at the hardest difficulty everything else just went up a level too Mm -hmm. you know okay now you've hit the max level and even though you hit the max level you go and fight the next boss in the storyline well you may be level 100 but we never said that we're capping the bosses at level 100 so this boss is level 110 (laughs) you know what i mean like they can continue to do that it's a possibility now not as a game designer myself or anything i don't know how hard it would be to do that Mm -hmm. how cost effective it would be to do that but as a player that would be fucking awesome (laughs) Like, really, because as a player who you put in so much shit, Mm -hmm. and this has always been a pet peeve of mine of games, you put in so much shit in certain areas of the game, side quests, bounties, whatever, Mm -hmm. right? That give me EXP to level. Even if I don't fight any extra monsters, I don't grind. I just complete all of the, the side quests and collectibles and all that other shit that you put in there for me to do at that time period. And then I move on to the next section and it's too easy because I've out leveled it by 10 by doing all of that shit. Mm -hmm. Then why put in so much? Right. Like if you know, the boss is only going to be level 43, but I'm level 53 because I've completed all of this. Maybe don't put in so much. Maybe mm. only put in a couple of things and make me level 45. Right. You know, yeah. by the time I go in there. Because there are times where I don't have to fight enemies to grind. I'm just completing quests. Mm. And you can out-level. Yeah. You've, you've done the same thing. Oh, you yeah. had to have done the same thing. It's, it's an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. That's where my problem lies. In this game, they went, 
we need to give them we need to give them something because Midgar's only two hours. Yeah. <laughs> if that. Depends on how fast you want to run through it. Yeah, if you don't do any grinding. Because yeah. I usually do a little bit of grinding before I go to Walmart. It. Yeah, but if you don't, yeah. you could blow right through it, mm -hmm. man. Like, I think that I think the one that I saw, like, the dude did it in, like, 45 minutes. Mm. Just, nice done. They had some tough battles and everything because he wasn't really high level, but no, that's doable. Yeah, that's where the strategy comes in. Yeah. yeah. And so... How are we going to make this a 12-hour game? Because I think it had 16 hours of actual playable material. Was a, like storyline and everything or something like that. 12 to 16 hours, mm. I think, was the remake. Um, and so they, they had to add more shit. But they added so much shit that now it's kind of like, I'm worried about the next one. Yeah. That's it. But I'm done with my rant. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um, rant's over. Okay. Anything Reception else? of the game was amazing. Uh, yeah. Uh, Metacritic, 87 out of 100. Right off the bat. <laughs> Four players, 82 out of 100. Destructoid, 9 out of 10. Easy Allies, 9 out of 10. Let's skip some of these because I don't care about them. <laughs> game Informer, 8.75 out of 10. Like, it's high average. It's not top scoring. No. I was expecting 10 out of 10. I was really upset when I started seeing these reviews, and they're all like eights, nines out of 10, mm. um, four to four and a half stars out of five. Uh, EGM gave it a three out of five stars. Like all Eurogamer said was it's recommended. <laughs> and I feel like everybody was had their own version of like this is what the remake should be. And when it didn't meet what they had planned in their head, they were like, fuck it. Who cares? Mm. It's not that great. It's okay, but it's not that great. I give this game an 11 out of a 10. And I know we don't give ratings on games because that's not what we do here on this podcast. This game was a 12 out of 10. <laughs> like, I loved it. I replayed through this game five or six times. Yeah. Because it was fun. It pulled me in. I enjoyed the combat. I enjoyed fighting. I developed new strategies. I loved the characters. I loved the choices. I wanted. I, I went through and I did all the different choices. But, you know, did all the... Well, what, what happens if I say this? What happens if I'm an entire dick mm. through the entire game? I found out because I wanted to. I loved this game. It was amazing. I don't know what's wrong with all of these other people. <laughs> but as a fan of Final Fantasy VII... <laughs> Yes, it added a lot. Yes, it changed some of the storyline. Welcome to 2021, people. Yeah. <laughs> 21st century, we're going to do things new here. Yeah. This game came out in 1997 originally. There was only so much they could do to begin with, and even then they took a leap by putting it on three fucking mm -hmm. discs. Mm -hmm. Like, I think they did great yeah i Thoughts? yeah i um i actually think i like this a little bit less than you which was surprising to me and i think a lot of that comes from like the nostalgia bug and i i think i can say that self-aware yeah likeness is that what i wanted was the original final fantasy 7 game just with updated graphics 
And that's not what we got. We got something different, but it wasn't bad. I had a lot of fun. I enjoyed playing it. I liked the new stuff. I didn't fully agree with a lot of the creative choices, like introducing Sephiroth, the, having the ghosts, you know, be a thing and come into play. That was weird. Like, there were a couple of choices that I it was kinda, not okay with. It kind of felt like they gave Sephiroth powers yeah. that he didn't originally or never really has had. Yeah. Like, he was able to tap into the mana flow. Yeah. And, like, because, you know, that's supposed to be the whole, like, circle of life right. deal. You, you're born from it, and you grow old and die. die and, and you go back to it, and you go back to the yeah. earth. Yeah. Like, I like for me, the ghosts made me think of all of the clones of Sephiroth because they looked the same, right? Those clones are wearing long cloaks with hoods. They're all black. There's no discernible thing in there. And that's what these ghosts looked like. So that's what I was thinking of with that. These were the clones of Sephiroth because that's what they they do. They do explain that they are supposed to be the protectors of basically like the timeline. Yes. Like destiny. Yes. Cause, and that was, and that was the part of the story that I was like, Mm. like because the the story is not about any sort of destiny it's it's about a man who fails a woman (laughs) creates a fake identity has to come to the realization that he's fabricated who he is but that the person who's responsible for killing his mother is is somehow back and he needs to go deal with that while making amends for all of the lying he's been telling i i think it's even more than that that even though that is what he was lying about i mean there's also the saving the planet stuff too. well no no but (laughs) even though that was what he was lying about that's who he became well yeah he he, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah he wanted to be the greatest soldier in the world and he and he and he didn't and then he lied that he was but then he went on to make himself strong enough to defeat the greatest greatest soldier soldier. yeah you know like thereby by the transitive property yes becoming technically which is the best kind of correct yeah um Um, but yeah like (laughs) So, so I like, I did not play this game nearly as much as you. I played, I played through it once. I didn't max out anything. I didn't even go and I'm, I'm going to play through it here. Now that we've been talking about this next week. Well, because of the Yuffie expansion, I want to replay through it. Mm -hmm. And of course I'm going to level the fuck out of Yuffie if I get a chance and, and do all of that. Like, see if I can finally beat Bahamut. Yeah. (laughs) And like, but like, I didn't, I didn't hate my time with it. It just, it was, it was, it was like. I've wanted this for so long and now I have it. I'm not a hundred percent happy with it, but I still love it. And I am still saying like, play it. Like it is a good game, regardless of if you are a fan of the original one. If you like JRPGs, if you like a fun story, if you like really fun characters, like this game has it all. Just don't compare it to the original because you're going to be a little disappointed. I think because that's how I feel. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm doing a parallel between the two and I, I under, I understand that. But in the first one, what is there to be disappointed in? It hits everything that you do in the first one. Right. But it adds more. And I don't like what it added. I don't like Sephiroth comes in so early. I don't like the guardians of the time paradox ghost things. Like those are the things that take it down a notch. But what about the relationship that you build with wedge Jesse? I don't like that. I don't, I don't like that. They expanded on that because, because they, I like, I cared about bigs wedge and Jesse in the original one, even though I never went to Jesse's house, even though I didn't know wedge likes to collect cats. Like he doesn't collect them. (laughs) 
he takes care of them. Yeah. God. <laughs> like, if you're going to know these characters, <laughs> you know these characters. I don't like the weird, somewhat protagonist, somewhat antagonist Royce on his motorcycle. Like, oh, yeah, that guy was weird. Like, like that, like the, the stuff that, like, if they had just made Midgar bigger and not added all these extra things to it, I like, don't think it would have been the same. Uh, well, and you may have hated it, but I don't think you would have also enjoyed what you did like about it as much. I would have been fine with I, I would have been totally fine with the giant train yard section. I liked that. That was a nice spooky touch. And it added more to the area, not more to the like world, if that makes sense. Yeah. Having the having sense. the guy on the bike, having Biggs and Wedge live at the end, you know, going to Jesse's parents' house, like just for me, I didn't need that. Yeah. You know? Um, so like I said, it, I think but, you're too hardcore nostalgic and that's it. And like I said, and I'm self-aware of that. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, because I, I, I think if you would, it added more in the world in the sense of it, up to that point in the original game, mm -hmm. you know what a soldier is, but you, you don't ever experience another one. Well, no, because you don't you don't really learn any of that back stuff until you're out of Midgar and get to calm. Yeah. Yeah. But even then, how many soldiers do you interact with in the original game? Uh, Two. Right. That's it. Right. Yeah. Just That's it. Just Sephiroth and Zack. That's it. And, and Zack's dead. And you're Zach, not actually interacting with I was gonna him. Zack is a flashback. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. Here's this elite soldier group that you hear all these other different stories about throughout the game, but mm -hmm. there's only you and Sephiroth. Really? And you were okay with that? Like that didn't, that didn't ping in your head as a kid going, where are all the other soldiers at? No, because cloud isn't, isn't a soldier. If somebody, if a soldier had shown up, they would have wiped the floor with him. No. Yes. No. Because he was not powerful enough to take on Sephiroth until the end. He gets he gets mind controlled by Sephiroth. He's not strong enough. But until you're talking the end. about the elite of the elite of the elite. Even inside the soldier corporation, there are still different levels of soldier. A low level soldier, because of the experimentation that he goes through mm -hmm. with Zach, he does become a soldier, or what the you know. Without the actual like fake ass title that he, soldiers get, he's fa he fails basically. He doesn't fail when him and Zach are captured, mm -hmm. and right before Zach dies, and Zach tells him, "Take my sword and finish this mm -hmm. type deal." He gets experimented on. He gets turned into a soldier, and be in that time period, you don't know his actual strength. You don't know what he is actual capable of yet. Because he just broke out of this experimentation lab and you don't know if he's failed. You just know he can't necessarily combat Sephiroth, mm -hmm. which Sephiroth is a whole, I wouldn't even classify him as a soldier really because of the level of experimentation and all the shit that well, yeah. poor bastard's gone he's through. He's part alien. Yeah, like <laughs> he's on a completely different level of being because of the crap that he went through. Mm -hmm. But I would say by the time you start Final Fantasy VII, he was just shy of being as powerful as Zack. Mm. Mm. He was strong. Look at look at the feats that he does. 
Okay, no. Slices shit in half, jumping from things. Nope. He does that even in the original game. Nope. Yep. Be- no, hold on. What I'm saying is, is that you can't use that because Tifa has an attack called the dolphin punch where she summons a dolphin from under the ground to come up. It's you, a spiritual dolphin. You cannot. They have a connection. You cannot take that, that into account. That bottle nose did her a lot of good. It's... It's <laughs> fictitious. There's got to be not to mention we're talking about an animal. Uh, we're talking about a guy who creates a robot stuffed animal and has a a sentient cat control. Like it's like there are things. There's a certain point where you got to be like, we're going to take a little bit of reality and we're going to put it aside. I understand that, but if you compare those feats and abilities to the other characters, okay, they don't do that. The other characters in his party at that current point mm-hmm. don't have those abilities. Barrett's not able to leap 150 fucking yards. He's barely able to jump 30 fucking feet. He's a fat ass dude. And he he huffs and puffs when he runs. Cloud leaps 150 yards, cutting a beam in half in the beginning of the game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there is a level of power that is greater than the other characters. Yes. Tifa eventually summons a dolphin out of the ground, but he already started off really strong. Yeah. I I, I think he was a soldier. He just wasn't classified as one, and he, he definitely went through some fucked up shit. Well, yeah. But he became what he was preaching that he always was. Mm-hmm. It just, the power grew more and more inside of him as he created these other connections. There, The, it, the story is... I could have a 12 hour conversation about like the different psychological mechanics of this story yeah, because it is so amazing with what they did. Mm. And like, it, it's kind of mind fucking that since 1997, I haven't found another story that is a, as intricate and fulfilling as this one is. Mm-hmm. Cause Holy fuck, man. Like we're literally arguing about whether he was actually a soldier <laughs> and it started off with, no, he's, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Like he, it's not only making amends for all the lies, but through his lies, he actually became what he was lying about. Well, yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Well, <clears throat> he's, he gets strong enough to the point that he can defeat Sephiroth, making him probably the strongest person in the world. Yeah. <clears throat> However, which they make a comment about in Advent Children, because mm-hmm. even I think it's Tifa, she stops Barrett and says, no, let Cloud handle this, because unlike the rest of us, he is the only one who has stayed in shape. He is the only one who has continued fighting. Well, it, see, for like that to me always came off like more as like this is Cloud's battle and we're not going to get involved like this is a thing he needs to do for himself he was out in the fucking wildlands man you know he was fighting monsters and shit well yeah <clears throat> like and i i took it more along the lines of that like he actually kept fighting mm-hmm. he kept physically fighting where the rest of them like tifa opens up the bar again never really throws a punch except to throw a bum out well you yeah know? and then when and she fights rude and rude kicks her ass yeah barrett becomes a dad yeah he doesn't he doesn't really do much after that uh yuffie's still a fucking thief yeah you know like the rest of them kind of like mellowed out mm-hmm. where cloud still fought yeah but uh, we're gonna digress anyway 
Game is good. Check it out. Whatever. Don't compare it to the original. I just want to point out to everybody, this means he basically lost the argument. No, the, yeah. this this yeah. means... In my head. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> this means that I have to... Cut take, us off. Take a minute. Yep. I have to take a minute and be like, we could continue going on, and I have to think about the listeners. Like... Right, we could argue for another three hours about this. We could. I don't, we I don't could. think they want to listen to that. Right? You don't know them. You're right. You're not their mom. You're right. I'm just <laughs> guessing. So no, the game. I agree. Is, yeah. I agree. I could totally do it because I Absolutely. love this game. Absolutely. I love this game. I love the story. I love the movies. I love this world. Now, mm-hmm. granted, Final Fantasy is huge. This naming convention and everything a couple of times oh, yeah. different time periods of it i think you almost always get a sid with an airship in every final fantasy well game. there's been a couple of midgars yeah. and, and shit like that midgar is not an uncommon name for earth mm-hmm. and shit like that um but this one in particular yeah. like and and as i was saying i i do love this game i i like i do not like i don't I said, think there's a question about that you're right. just as passionate as i am yeah i particularly love this version i think i actually love this version more than the original which is totally and understandable that's partially because of the the, the fighting mechanic yeah. i never really could get into the live action combat mm. it had nothing to do with the storyline or any of that other stuff yeah. but this combat i've always liked games that were um live action combat mm. And there, there was a game a long time ago. I can't even remember the name of it anymore. I played it once. I didn't get to finish it. I ended up trying to find it and search for it later on and everything. Because basically you would bump into an enemy. It would put you into a round circle, right? And I'm not talking about any of the Tales games for any of you guys. Because the, the art style was different and everything like that. But it was kind of like that. Where you'd go into this circle and there's the enemy and you can run around him and free attack him. And I loved those better than the turn based. Mm-hmm. I was more involved. Yeah. And I think that's why I like this one way more. Yeah. No. So it's great. Check it out, guys. You'll have Absolutely. a you'll have a ton of fun. Um, so, yeah, thanks for tuning in to us. Don't forget, hit us up on Facebook at Game On presented by No Tokens Required. You can drop us a line, say hi. We actually just recently had something awesome. We had one of you listeners um, chime in and ask us um, to do Assassin's Creed Assassin's Rogue. Creed Rogue. Yeah. Um, so we've got that in the works. I, I'm sorry that it's going to take a little bit, but the way that we do you, this. You, you chose an open world game, buddy. <laughs> like, I, I got to get in there. I got to play it a little. I got to I gotta sail my ship and, and have some fun in it and really get that storyline going. You, you chose a big game. Yeah. So it is going to be a little bit, and we do have some things lined up. But... Yeah. So we'll get to it. Don't worry. Stay tuned for that. But I love the fact that you reached out, man. I yeah. Gotta, no, I got to oh, be God. honest. It was super awesome when I saw that. So uh yeah reach out to us we we definitely listen we definitely talk and we do take your your things into consideration yeah so So thank you guys so much for listening stay tuned next week we are going into the dark and spooky with resident evil village so we'll see what that i am super ashamed that you just did that i can't i can't even friendship over that's okay you can deal with it so i guess (laughs) thanks for listening guys i'm chris i'm caleb and until next time game Game on. on Thanks for listening to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. The opinions expressed in this discussion are those of the hosts and may not reflect the opinion of No Tokens Required. No Tokens Required is not affiliated with the electronic entertainment discussed in this podcast.
The properties mentioned in this podcast are the intellectual properties of their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Game On is an exclusive podcast of no tokens required for your responsibility. No part of this podcast may be used in any way without written authorization from no tokens required.